you live from the CBS community, Kylo, and uh, community center of the community of Summerton, Philadelphia. And it's a beautiful Monday morning. We are here uh, less than three weeks to Pesach. And uh, we wrapped up last week a, a very big parak in Derech Hashem. It was the whole parak of understanding the role and function of Goyim, the role and function of Jews, and the differences <coughs> uh, between the two, and putting all that into the derech of Hashem, and and uh, that was wrapped up last week on Friday. And as we said, you know, from now till uh, the end of our derech Hashem winter's man over here, we're going to be switching over to something Pesachtik. But we're going to be going, I think, a little bit, we are going to um, remain within the Torah of the Ramchal, but we're going to see the Ramchal has several short pieces on, on, on different topics, and they're collected in a kuntras that's called the Maimer HaChachma. Um, in my edition of Derech Hashem, this is in the back over here, Derech Hashem, Maimer HaChachma. You can find these printed in, in different places, in different forms and formats. So the Ramchal has a piece on the Seder Love Pesach and what's going on on Pesach and to use the, the uh, understanding of what's, what Pesach is all about and bring that back to um, understanding a, a different uh, halachas, practices, and and uh, aspects of what's going on in the night of the Seder. So we're going to see that next few days, which will be hopefully interesting and hopefully lend more meaning to our Pesach and the night of our Seder. And uh, this morning's shir has been sponsored and dedicated by uh, our own Reb Achim Berger uh, in the schos for the Rafua Shalema of Leah Bas Gittel. May she have a Rafua Shalema very speedily. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> I should have the copies out over here. Um, again, this is a, a short piece that Ramchal has within Maimar Chochmah. It's called Indian Seder Lel Pesach on the topic of the Seder night, the night of Pesach. So let's see. Let's see what the Ramchal has to share with us. We'll be working through that this piece over here this this uh, coming this week. When Kleisel left Egypt, and he's starting with, with Yitzhiya Mitzrayim because Pesach clearly is all about Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, what happened by Yitzhiya Mitzrayim and, and uh, revisiting and reliving that. So when Klai Yisrael left Mitzrayim, Nivruru Yisrael, the Nivdulumi Kol Ha'amim, Klai Yisrael was separated out and <clears throat> clarified and separated. Klai Yisrael assumed an identity. They assumed an identity then, a clear identity. Klai Yisrael is now clearly recognizable as being separate from all the nations, Lihiyos, Miss Alam Bimadregasam, Mimadregas Hanushius Achomrius, for them to be elevated and raised uh, in in terms of how Klaisol works, what, what Klaisol is, and and how we exist. And our existence was raised Mimadregas Hanushius Achomrius from a earthly, lowly. Mortal existence, for us to be worthy of being crowned with the crowns of holiness. Okay, so this is already a very interesting idea the Ramchal is sharing with us. Um, <clears throat> the Ramchal is saying that uh, there was a fundamental fundamental change in the existence of Kalah Yisrael just by walking out of Mitzrayim. And so, certainly, Yitzhak's time is about cheirus, is about freedom, 
but it's much more than freedom. First of all, it's much more than physical freedom. We all know that. We went from <clears throat> Avdei Paroi to Avdei Hashem, slaves of Paroi to slaves of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so it was much more than just a physical geula. There's a spiritual redemption as well. Then we were subject to Paro in terms of our spirituality. Now we're subjects of God in terms of our spirituality. But the Ramchal is saying that together with Cheirus and together with the redemption and becoming the Bnei Chayrin, the free people in the Exodus, in the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, there was also a change, and a very fundamental and basic change in our physical existence. That's what he just said. He's going to explore this throughout this piece over here. We were raised, he says, We were raised from a, a low mortal existence to now be worthy of being crowned with the crowns of holiness. So let, let's dwell on that idea for a moment. Um, <clears throat> to wear a crown, to wear a crown means you, 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 you are capable, not just worthy, not just worthy, but capable and fit to be recognized by the power, by the authority that's putting this crown on your head, and, and, and to fill a role that that crown represents. We were crowned with Ataris Kedusha, with crowns, when we left Mitzrayim. Obviously, this is, this is something that is realized, what Ramchal is alluding to, by Harsinai when the Malachim came and put crowns on our heads, and we said, Nasev and Ishmael. The Ramchal is saying that that's like the end of a process that really begins with the Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. Well, wear a crown. When I wear a crown, uh, there's two ways you can wear a crown. You can, you can grab a crown and put it on your own head, which doesn't mean anything. It just means you grab the crown from somebody. You're a, you're a thief. You're a ganav. You are a... Um, a uh, imposter, usurper, usurper, yes. Um, uh, but doesn't mean more than that, right? I'm I, 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 not, 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 not uh, someone who has a real claim. When I grab the crown on my own. But if I'm crowned by someone else, then that means that someone who has authority and they are recognizing that the authority that they that they um, possess can be bestowed upon me. And I'm worthy of that authority. I'm worthy of being recognized by a higher authority. And I'm capable of wielding that, some of that authority on my own. So the, the, the Ramchal is, 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 is uh, laying groundwork over here for big ideas that he's going to develop. And Kleiser, only when we leave Mitzrayim, we can now wear the crowns of the Rebbein Shalalim. These are obviously the crowns that we're being crowned with is Hashem is the Melech, Hashem is creating us as the prince, so to speak. The prince doesn't just mean uh, you're the son of the king, it means you are an extension of the king. You are uh, a, 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 a uh, long arm for the authority and the power and the responsibility of the king. That's what it means to wear the, to wear the, to wear the, to be crowned as a prince by the king. If I'm not capable of wielding that authority and carrying out that authority and acting on the same responsibilities that the king himself has, I can't wear that crown. I just can't put it on. It, it doesn't belong on my head. I'm someone who is incapable of, of living up to those responsibilities and carrying out 
those, uh, those, those kingly and princely actions. I can't put the crayon on. The crayon won't be given to me. If I'm capable, then the crayon will be given to me. What, what the Ramchal is saying is, the Klaiso, so long as they're in Mitzrayim, they, they're not capable of getting that crayon of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Um, even though we're B'nai Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and, and, and we are still distinct and different than all the nations. However, there's a difference in our existence when we're still in Mitzrayim that doesn't allow us to put that crown on. So there's some finishing and, and finishing polishing process in Klai Yisrael's etzim existence on an essential level that happens when we leave Mitzrayim, that before we leave Mitzrayim, we can't wear the crown of God. We can't be vested with those duties, with that responsibility, because of who we are. We're people that are not capable of of, of, of uh, executing that role and responsibility. When we leave the time, we can wear the crown. Said differently, no guy can wear the crown of Akash Baruch. Goyim can't wear this crown. A guy can't put that crown on. A guy won't be crowned by the Rebbein Shalom. A guy tries putting the crown on. Again, he's just, he, he's, he's, he's uh, a and he's, he is putting himself in, in a role that he really um, doesn't belong in and he can't fulfill. No guy is capable of putting that crown on. And when we're in Mitzrayim, we're really on that same level of all the goyim in that we're, we are not capable of being crowned with that responsibility. But there is one more idea over here, two more ideas let's pick up on before we go on, that are lurking in the Ramchal. One is that there's different types of crowns. Says the Ramchal, until we leave Egypt, until Kalei Yisrael walks out of Mitzrayim, we can't be nisater be'ataras hakadusha. we can't be crowned with the Rebbein Shalom's crowns. We can make a dik from the Ramchal. The Ramchal is saying that there's crowns of Kedusha, there's also crowns of Tumah. There are crowns of impurity also. There's crowns of Tumah. And this is true, this is correct. And that is something that's, you know, Munach, the Karen Zav is waiting for everyone and anyone, all the Gaim, and Kleiser was capable of being crowned with that as well. And Kleiser indeed was crowned with that when we were in Mitzrayim. There's something called crown of Tumah. And again, a crown just means that I have been designated and selected by authority beyond me to represent that authority and to carry out their will and to be a, 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 an extension and a long arm of their objectives. So there are kaychas of Tumah as well, spiritual kaychas uh, which are antithetical to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's values and vision for the Bria, why Hashem made the Bria. There are Kaychas Atomah Shairashim, sources that are the embodiments of um, all, all the Tumah and Chayshech, <coughs> excuse me, the darkness that we see in this world. And they have, have, have um, agents. They have people that they confer their Kayach upon. And, and, they, 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 and, and they vest with their goals and objectives and missions. And that's, and that's something that is uh, lying and waiting anyone that wants to put that crown on. One can be crowned with a crown of Tomo. And it's a scary thing, but it means you've been given a shteller and, and a power and authority to create Tomo, to bring Cheshach down here. Um, you know, this is sometimes why you see um, very bad people are sometimes hard to get rid of. despots and dictators and um, the, the wicked tyrants um, are sometimes very hard to get rid of. 
and it's a pella because people are mortal and and generally when you really want to take someone down it's not there's a lot of ways of taking somebody down there's a lot of ways of getting rid of somebody and all the bodyguards in the world you know can only do so much if if, if thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people want someone to die you think it shouldn't be too difficult to bump them off and yet we see throughout history that you know very evil people have have sticking power and lasting power and they can survive assassination attempt after attempt after attempt after attempt you see this a lot throughout history I mean, how many times did they try killing Hitler, Hitler how many times did he narrowly escape Arafat you know, Arafat was around he died in a hospital you know how many times they tried killing him all these Rishoyim they have sticking power um, it comes from the fact that they're wearing an Atara of Tumah you know, the Svarim HaKadoshim say such a thing that the Kaychas uh, need agents, they need representatives, and people can uh, uh, submit, you know, to be crowned the Atar of Tuma, and you become uh, an agent, you become a prince, you become a crown prince, and the Kaychas need these people, they get a certain, you know, we were touching already on a little bit on, on uh, Ashkacha Pratis, people can get from Malachim, Ashkacha Pratis, people can get from Kaychas, you can get Ashkacha Pratis from Kaychas also, Kaychas need this person, need this agent to, um, carry out their uh, mission over here that, that gives a person a certain shmira. It does give a person, a person who is interested in putting that kaya, that, that crown of Tumah on his head, he will get shmira from that. That's not the kind of shmira that we want, not who you want to be and what you want to be doing. But this is why you see that very wicked people are able to stick around for, for quite some time. Um, the Atar of... What? Goyim don't have the ability to affect the Right, they don't. But the Chazoyim have the ability to take Goyim into their... To use them as, 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 as pawns. Exactly, use them as pawns. They're pawns for bringing out, for being, uh, for being Mekayim and being Maitzi the, uh, the 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 the, uh, the uh, Matar of the Kaychas Atoma. They're pawns down here. Um, they can and they can make they can volunteer to be pawns. Volunteers to be a pawn. He's then he's crowned. He's an atter with an atar of tomo. Um, so that Kleiso was capable of, so long as we were still Mitzrayim, as all Gaim are capable. But what shifted and changed when Kleiso leaves is now we can be nisater with an atar of kedushin. That only we can do. Gaim can't do that. Gaim can't be nisater. They can't be nisater with um, atar of What does that mean? What's that shift? What's that change? And what 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 um, is the significance of the fact that we can now have an Atar of Kedusha, so we'll see that as we move through this piece. But right right away, that's what the Ramchal is um, establishing as what's really going on in the background of ETS Mitzrayim is this process of Klai Yisrael <coughs> being activated as Klai Yisrael. Nivru and Nivdulu Mikol Ha'amen. So there was a physical change. We changed Mamish in terms of who we are. Not just... Uh, you know, it wasn't just a, a political change. It wasn't just freedom. It wasn't just a release. And, and it wasn't just, you know, being having the spiritual freedom even to serve the Rebbeinu Shalom. It was an actual physical change in the physical makeup of Klai Yisrael. A physical change. And that allows us to wear this crown. Up until that point in time to leave Mitzrayim, the darkness and the tum of the contamination of the physical world is concentrated in the guf. 
Vahakadusha Shalo Yoir. And it causes was it was it was it was um it was uh having an effect that the Ora Torah and the Or of Kedusha, which was within Kla Yisrael, was unable to shine, unable to shine forth. <clears throat> okay, these are two lines also that we can really appreciate based on what we've been seeing very recently in the Ramchal. Uh, the Ramchal is, is giving us more clues in understanding the physical change that's going on in Kla Yisrael. Kla Yisrael um, in Mitzrayim had one type of guf, again, and their guf changes, their physicality changes when they leave Mitzrayim. The guf that they have in Mitzrayim is a guf that completely suppresses the iris, the sparks, the nitzitzis, the, the, the kedusha that is within every yid on a spiritual level. <clears throat> they have a guf that totally um, suppresses that and, and, and basically... Um, suffocates and almost extinguishes, almost extinguishes the, the uh, iris. So, so let's just uh, digest what we just read. Um, the Ramchal is making it clear, and he was really already miramis to this in the first line, we can go back to that now, that even though Kla Yisrael in Eretz has a lower guf, a different kind of guf than we have now, and a guf that's more of a, let's call it a Gaisha guf, um, and for all intents and purposes, we are we look and function and seem to simulate the appearance of a guy. There still is a difference between a yid and a guy, but you don't see it, and it's not active. It's not active. The difference is again where where we come from, what our shayrish is, and and our neshama, and on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on a neshama level, on a soul level, and on a, a level of. Our origins were still very different than Goyim because we're coming from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. We're 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 we're, we're a, a, a descendant of the Avos Hakadoshim, a descendant of people that were chosen and selected by the Rebbeinu Shalelam, and as we saw in the Ramchal and Derech Hashem recently, descendants of an Avram Avinu who emerged on one side of of uh, the fence, and the rest of humanity went to the other side. An Avram Avinu who is eligible to make a tikkun on the chet of Adam Rishon and the rest of humanity, which are not. So we're still descendants of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, even in Mitzrayim, even before we left Mitzrayim. But the problem is, we're schlepping around a guf, a body that's not really so much on board. We have a guf, a body, that is interfering with the fact that on a spiritual level, we're connected to pre-chet Adam Rishon. And on a spiritual level, we're eligible to make a tikkun. So this is what the Ramchal is setting up for us over here. That there, there's a struggle. Until Yitzhi Yisrael, there's a struggle and a disconnect between our Neshama and our Guf. And Neshama is connected in Neshayich to making a Tikkun and, and, and to allowing us to connect our selves and our essences back to the Rebbein Shalalem, back to Adam Rishon before he sinned and to getting to Nehaba on a spiritual level, we're there. Our spirituality, however, is fused to a physicality, and the physicality is not there. The physicality is not on board. Physicality is not on board, and the physicality is 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 not just not on board, um, but is like this. We'll see. Is dead weight is an anchor is something that 
is 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 by nature an interference with what the neshama wants to do. Now we're all thinking, perhaps. Well, that sounds like like with the way we are nowadays as well. After Yitzhak Mitzrayim, isn't my goof interference? Isn't my good my goof a, 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 in a state of interference and getting in the way of my neshama and doesn't want, want my neshama to do the right thing? Isn't that always the case? So what changed from before Yitzhak Mitzrayim to after Yitzhak Mitzrayim? So there was a fundamental change. We're going to get there, but. Um, as we're up, as we're getting there, the Ramchal is telling us that the, the, the physical existence, the guf, the Kleisel, had a Mitzrayim, was a physical existence, was a guf that is completely suppressing, um, subduing, and and nearly extinguishing that spiritual component component of us, which is the spark of Or Hatayra and Kedusha, which is we would translate as which makes us eligible for Dveikus and to making a Tikkun on the Chet of Adam Rishon. So we have a guf that very much. Um, is a barrier to that. Hine, after Shasavlu Yisrael ha'inui va'ashivur agadol Shasavlu, after Klai Yisrael suffered for 210 years in Mitzrayim, nispaisa midas hadin v'nishra hamakatreg belitaino v'nizmenu leor boor ha'elyon. After we've suffered for 210 years in Mitzrayim, then midas hadin is now satisfied, and the mekatreg, the prosecutor of in Shemayim, who as apparently had some kind of argument against us, a prosecution against us, has no more arguments, and we are now ready and waiting for an upgrade in our existence, an upgrade in our ability to be in the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we have here uh, another clue to, to, to shed a little bit more light on what's happening. The fact that we had this existence, even though we're descendants of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and we had an existence where um, we had physicality in Mitzrayim that blocked all the light, a physicality that blocked our own light, a physicality that really pulled us much more drastically away from our potential than, we, than, than, than nowadays, than we have nowadays. It was worse in Mitzrayim. Our physicality was more of a barrier in Mitzrayim than it is now. Again, we'll, we'll get to the specifics soon, but it was more of a barrier. The reason behind that is because there was some kind of taina on us. There was some kind of problem that Klai Yisrael encountered. There was something wrong with us which allowed our guf to become this thickened, um, encumbering, and distancing existence that, that, that backed us down. There was something clearly that Klai Yisrael had done wrong. Something that, 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 that we were guilty of which allowed our guf to be brought down to the level of a guy, a geisha guf, and which was suppressing our ability to be connected back to the Dveikus and to the Shechina and to Tikkun. That had to be satisfied. That pram that we had had to be satisfied. And that is satisfied um, with a <clears throat> consequence of suffering in Mitzrayim for 210 years. So what did we do wrong? And why was the Mita connected to of whatever it was that we did wrong of, uh, of bringing our guf down, reducing our guf to a level of a guy? And how is that now satisfied? We're satisfying the... Uh, Pram that, that, that we were found guilty of in Shemaim through the 210 years of suffering. So these are questions, again, that we're going to have to address as we move on over here. Um, so a lot of things will come together, but at least we see clues along the way now that it can be said safely that Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim had a Goyesh guf. We had a guf that, that, that really looked like the, the guf of a guy in that was a guf that on a physical level um, is, is total interference with our ability to reconnect with the Shekhinah. To have Dveikas of the Baruch Hu and to bring ourselves to Eilam Habah to make a Tikkun on the Chet of Adam. There was some problem that Klai Yisrael had been experiencing which allowed 
our guf, put our guf in such a position. We needed to make a tikkun on whatever that it was that we did wrong. That tikkun came through 210 years of Mitzrayim, of Shiva Mitzrayim, and now we're ready for that upgrade for our guf to rise above the level of a goyish guf and to become a yiddish guf, a, a guf that is not going to be direct, natural, and complete interference with the role of the neshama, which is the guf that we have nowadays. We have a guf that's above the guf of Mitzrayim. Um, Yes, so all these are going to be explained, these points. Vihine balaylazeh, the night of Mitzrayim, night of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, the night of Pesach, on Tezvav Nisan, the Lel HaSeder, the night of the Seder, kolzeh mischadesh umisoyrer mashanaseh brishoyna. We once again go through this cycle of rebirth, of recreation, of this upgrade. And the night of Pesach, every single year, we are once again awash and, and revisiting and recycling through that state of this upgrade, of leaving behind the confines of a guf that brings us down, the Gaisha guf, and receiving this Jewish guf, a guf that is connected to its mission and destiny, a guf that is not natural interference to the nish- that is not the same interference to the Nishaba. So we go through that every single year. So what the Ramachaz is doing is putting in perspective for us a very beautiful idea but whatever it is that we're going to be exploring now is something that we can tap into every single year. It happens again every single year. So it's going to make this very significant what we're learning now. And this is going to be part of the mindset of to take into, into, into uh, two weeks from this coming Friday night. Mir Hashem. We sit down at the Seder table. What we're going to be experiencing. And says the Ramachal, every year, when every year goes through this experience once again, on the 15th of Nisan, we get that upgrade we see we're in that zone of upgrade again and again and again and again. Each year brings us one step closer to the Geula Asida, the final Geula, the final redemption of Mashiach coming. It gets us closer and closer and closer every year to the ultimate redemption. So it's not just like we're getting closer on the calendar, closer in terms of time. We're getting closer in terms of Tikkun every year. Because every year we can tap into that upgrade once again. We get upgrade and upgrade and upgrade as we approach the ultimate Tikkun. Says the, the primary components of the, of the Seder night come down to four things. Pesach, Pesach, the matzah that we're going to eat, the moror, no, Mashiach vet Kimen, we should have the the Shlishi, and I'll have the Karm Pesach, you know, Mitzvahem even this year, but there's Pesach, matzah, and moror, and the Dal Kaisis, the four cups of wine. These are the four primary components of the Seder. Now, based on that introduction, we're going to go through all the four components of the Seder and explain how they fit in and what they're doing with the basic idea of what Yitzhak Yitzhak is all about. So the basic idea he's giving us for the time being is that Yitzhak is an upgrade. Before we leave Egypt, we have one type of guf, a guf that can't wear the crown of God, a guf that's a goyish guf that can only wear the crown of Tomo. For some reason, we were put into that Lord existence, even though we're B'nai Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and we're not goyim. But our guf is the guf of a guy, and it's an interference, major interference with the neshama. We can't be crammed with the re- responsibility, and the stellar, and the and the and the uh, beauty of the crown of God. We leave in shrine. The guf gets an upgrade. Now the neshama can shine through. We can wear Hakadosh Baruch Hu's crown. We're going to have to understand why that happened to us, and how you see the shrine rectifies that. The shivan shrine rectifies that. And we're going <clears> to <throat> see all this and more as it will explain, put together for us the Pesach, Matzah, Mor, and Dalad Kaisis. For this, this upgrade and, how, and what's going on over here on the night of Pesach. Um, and we will continue with this tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today.